Please be advised, this podcast is all nonsense. Nothing you hear or see while adventuring with the worm should be taken seriously, or more importantly, fact-checked. Try not to let the mispronunciations distract you from the knowledge being shared. You're just riding with two worms trying to have a good time. Live from Miami. Ooh, Miami. Feels like Miami. <laughs> really does. <laughs> point, yeah. Why don't we have air conditioning on our spaceship? Slash Wormcraft. Because we're, we're in space a lot, aren't we? So yeah, there's, no air, there's no air to condition. Yeah. Hmm. It'll <laughs> just be conditioning. It'll just be conditioning. Have we got any conditioner? <laughs> oh, now we used it. Hmm. We tried to uh, smooth it out that uh, badger. Mm, smooth badger. Yep. That's what we were trying to create. Smooth. What does conditioner actually do? Why does, how does it make things so soft? Conditions it. Yeah, but in what way? Mm. Is it? Oh, I don't know, I guess. It's got to be something to do with the way it softens the hair. Yeah, but So what? do you reckon it adds a, something on the hair, like a layer? Some... So, so the hair's not actually soft. Because you, you condition after you shampoo, don't you? Yeah. So you, you shampoo, clean it, dries it out, and you're like, conditioner sort of like, rehydrates the hair. What happens if you condition then shampoo? I think it's just a waste of conditioner, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Because well, you're going to hydrate your hair and then just dry it out again straight afterwards. Well, if I've got hydrating shampoo? No, I just don't think it will hydrate. Because then your hydrating condition will be super hydrating. That get really wet hair. <laughs> like that wet look as soon as you get out. Ooh. Like you keep trying to dry it and it doesn't dry. Maybe, Ooh, imagine that. Maybe that's what I want. Like having a hair dryer and the hair just never drying out. Hmm. That'd be interesting. It would be. Do you think that'd be annoying? And I don't mean so wet that it's dripping, but wet enough. That it's not drying out. No, but we're saying it's wet look, so it looks really wet, but wet to touch it's dry. Or is it actually wet? Oh, could you even do that? That's what I want. Absolutely drenched looking. Is that just greasy hair though? Yeah, actually, that's probably <laughs> going to cause some issues. But no, but I suppose if you touch greasy hair, it's greasy, so I want perfectly dry, non-greasy hair, which looks soaking wet. You know what we're quite interesting with it as well is... You know how people do adverts and they flick their hair when it's like really bouncy? Yeah. When they do that, it bounces up and as soon as it lands, it just goes wet look again. Ooh. So like, if they do anything, if someone were to flick their hair or move their hair, it appears dry. dry. Yeah. But then as soon as it lands, it looks wet again. Yeah, I want to make that. That would be cool. Well, maybe that is what happens if you shampoo... Condition and then shampoo. shampoo. But yeah. no one's, but no no one's, one's bothered Everyone's to too scared. Everyone's oh, been told what to do by the I think you'd also have to use specific hydrating shampoo. Ah, uh, you need the hydrating shampoo. As I said. Yeah. And then would you need hydrating conditioner as well? Oh, surely all conditioners hydrating. Yeah, but would it be extra hydrating? So you want extra hydrating conditioner with hydrating shampoo? Yeah. Okay. Get it real wet. <laughs> Get it real wet. The wettest it can be. Well, if you're going to go for a wet look, that's dry. The dry wet look. Maybe that's how, because you get those like wet look hair gels. Yeah. Maybe someone did con- cham- condition and then shampoo, got that look and was like, man, I want to replicate this and they created that gel. Or maybe that if you 
mix those two together in that order, that's what it that's takes. That's what it actually... And he and just, he just bottled it. it. Yeah. Oh, like, tubbed it. Tubbed is it, it. Do they need, is it in tub? Yeah, is it a gel or is it like a mousse? Oh, that's a different one. I suppose a mousse is a mousse and a gel is a gel. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that normally seems to be the difference. <laughs> no, mousse is a lot lighter. It's aerated, isn't it? Whereas gel's just thick old lumps. So I think it'd have to be a gel. Cause of what, so if you have a mousse and you have a gel, what's going to hold more moisture? However, have you seen that mousse that people put in their hair and they scrunch it and it does look wet? No, never. There's a mousse that you can use and it actually does make your hair look like a wet look. I just think you're going to get more for your money with with um, moo, jowl, because moose has got so much air. Sorry, we just got attacked by a fly. Here we did. Somehow distracted. A, a fly's made his hand to the worm crest. It's because you keep leaving the window open. <laughs> Don't let some air in, I told you. Yeah, he's real high in here. Sorry, carry on. Moose. Yeah, you get there's too much air in moose. So if you have a bag of moose and a bag of jowl, yeah. you're going to get more product for your money with the jowl because there's no air, whereas moose is so much yeah, air. Yeah, but don't forget, um, moose isn't actually air in the can. It comes out as aerated. Do you reckon that means... Yeah, but they don't sell it in like a a, a, a canister thing. You don't buy it from the... The moose? Yeah. The moose comes in little... I thought it came in a tub. No, not moose. Oh, uh, okay. Moose comes in a little square can. In a square can. can. And it's almost like it is being aerated as it comes out. Uh, okay. Which also means that there must be a um, a level of either com- like some compressed air or something in there. No, I just thought... though. Well, I might be wrong with these cans, but I thought what it is is the cans are super compressed... So then, when the um, it comes out of the can, it naturally takes in air because because uh, it, it, it's no longer in that high compression. High compre- oh yeah, that's why they said don't throw it in a fire because yeah. it explodes. So I don't think there's anything actually in, in them. It's just it's re-aerating as it comes out. I think that 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 makes sense. That sounds right actually, and that's why it has to come in that uh, can. It yeah. can't come in a tub. Okay, because. I just assumed. But no, you, you can make a mousse and put it in the tub. Yeah, but then you'd have the you'd situation. Have yeah, you'd okay. have the situation where you said. Unless you did it by weight. You'd have the massive tubs of moose. <laughs> 10 kilograms of moose? That's only going to last you two days. Do so you want more? Okay. <laughs> I'm not really good with hair products. No, we don't need them. Well, that's it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know a lot about them. I've seen them and I've seen the adverts. I know there's there's um, shampoo and conditioner. You know, one of my favourite adverts was David Ginola's. No, is it David Ginola? The basketball player? Nah, the footballer. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a guess it was some sort of sportsman. I swear basketball. he did, um, like, uh, like a L'Oreal or whichever one is, you're worth it too or something. Isn't that like a kid's shampoo, actually? Because you're, you're worth it, sorry. I know there's... No, I don't know. There's Maybelline that's... Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Yes, I know one. The Isn't one... that makeup as well, though? Yeah, maybe. Maybelline I don't know any of us L'Oreal L'Oreal because you're worth it I don't know if it's because you're worth it or you sure it's not McDonald's but I'm loving it <laughs> oh yeah it's definitely not that but I do love McDonald's phrase though you can't get a lot of um, shampoo or conditioner from there it depends sometimes they put it in the Happy Meals you know what people should do they should cater shampoos and conditioners to, to people, people who wear <laughs> Yes, that is even better. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't specifically market towards people who work in the food industry. Why would they? Well, I'm just thinking it's like a niche market, and their hair gets particularly greasy because of where they work. Whoa, that's a bit rude. How do you well, know these people have got greasy hair? Because they put their head in the fryer in the morning. Those people do, but no, not but all of them. They, they all have to because how do you ah. keep your hair out of your face when you 
like as the day goes on, you need to slick it back with that <laughs> fry oil. <laughs> and then it just means that you don't have to worry. I mean, you think you've got to worry. I mean, you've still got to worry about some things. Some <laughs> yeah, life choices <laughs> down the line. Right, yeah. I don't think you do that and then you completely wash yourself of any worries like, man, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, you have to worry about it for that day. Okay. About your hair getting in your way. Okay. Other than life worries, yeah, sure. <laughs> Those are still there. Those are still prominent. Um, yeah, I think... Like, they, they do it to, like, cater to everybody of the whole sort of, you know... Everybody needs to wash the hair that has hair. Yeah. But you know how you get certain products that will be catered to a certain type of people? So you can get you can get hand washes that are particularly catered to um, builders and stuff. Can you? Yeah. So it's called like working hands. And it's a really tough sort of like thing that's used for um, like getting oils and grease off your hands. I've heard of Swarfiga. What, Swarfiga? It's for getting oil and grease off your hands. Oh, well, working hands is a similar sort of thing, but it's catered towards like people who obviously work in like either you know like with oils, like mechanics and stuff. So why don't they do anything like that for um, food? food so what, what are you suggesting the shampoo needs to be? Because as you just said, so hand cleaning companies might make a certain product for these people who get grease on their hands because yeah. grease is notoriously hard to get off your hands. I, I reckon have, I have oil is re- quite regular shampoo. Probably do over there. I don't think it would because then they have to do that whole rinse repeat thing, and then they finish the bottle, and they're yeah, still going. Like so you're thinking like a, a high, high power shampoo. Yeah. So the idea is that they're not having to wash it three or four times and wrecking people's hair because they also say you shouldn't have to wash your hair very often. Now, if you use like a really good shampoo that lasts like three days, or you only need to do it once and it doesn't wreck your hair. Hmm. Say I'm on something here. This is really hard to explain things because I don't normally have to come up with an idea. <laughs> I normally do this. Multicoloured foam they use in car washes. Yeah, the multicoloured foam. Yes, yeah, so it comes in like a spray gun. Okay, no, I've seen I've seen the new foam one. No, I don't know. I don't know about. It's called snow f- snow spray or snow foam. Okay, maybe it's the same thing. Does it foam up? Yeah. Like when you spray it on? Yeah, it but like the, a layer the one I've seen is like multicoloured. I, know, I was going to say, I wonder if the different colours do different things. What, so you're going to say try each one on people's hair? Or you yeah. Just do it? <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, try each colour on someone's hair and see see if it works. So when it comes out multicoloured, does it layer the height of the car? Or is it like thin lines? Oh, so no, okay, so it shoots out one stream of blue. Yeah, and then after like and then the colour would change slowly from like blue to red, then red to yellow, and it only sprays one colour at a time, but it changes yeah. colour over the period. So as long as you know how long the period of time is yeah, that yeah. it's coming out, you can effectively get the best cut. foam. That makes sense, then, because if you so say you start with red because first part of the rainbow, red. So you would probably spray that on the dirtiest parts of the car. Say so you know that sprays for about forty-five seconds. Or oh no, it means like three seconds each colour. No, oh, that's good. yeah. It's, I don't. I don't know if it's just colouring, and I don't know if it has any purpose. Oh, I was hoping if it did have purpose. Yeah. That for the people who work there, so they know when it ends and it gets the next colour. Red will be the most powerful. Yeah. So you use it on the tyres, use it on the grill, you know, use it on bird poo. Then when it gets to orange, it will be something that you might use on, um, you know, stubborn dirt. Maybe a second layer on the tyres and the grill. Then it gets to yellow, and then you can use it on like the windscreen wipers, and it gets less. So like going from really powerful. You think, to, wouldn't you? That'd be smart. And if you got like a minute of each one, then it's great. Or if you had just chose which colour you wanted. 
Nah, because then some people will go in and feel like they're not getting as good a service as other people. Why do he get the good, the hard stuff? With your cars cleaner? I don't care. I want a really, really clean car. Yeah, but they could choose which colour they wanted. Oh, you mean the customer? Yeah, yeah. I think that the people... Oh, no, nah, that's like gun. bashing somebody out in blue all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the cheap stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess... And then they pay more depending on what they want. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they're not the professional, so they wouldn't know. That is true. So yeah, if they go yeah, in and go for a blue... They're not trained. And then someone goes, well, my car's still there. You ask yeah, for the you, blue. you use blue foam. It's going to cause more. Blue foam doesn't clean your car. Either. I think it should be like... Be you know what? I don't think there's enough conversation between car washer and car washy yeah. or driver... I think there should be more of a roll down your window. How's it going, man? How's your day going? It's pretty hot out here today. So, notice as you rolled up, car's quite dirty. I'm thinking you need like a layer of red and then maybe an orange. So you want a full consultation? Yeah. Okay. And then they can choose whether they accept that. Oh, I would normally do that, but actually I'm taking the car away. I just need it like minutely clean so it's, you know, it's blue all over. Well, but blue all over. Yeah, like give me a blue all over. Yeah, something like that. And then, you know what, in a week when I come back, because it's going to be dirty again, well, I'll get a red-orange then. Like, maybe that's how it should go down. Yeah, I like it. How about I do... Okay, how about I do a yellow on your tyres and I do the blue all over there? You know what I mean? Just have, Because then they can make more money out of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the customer's happy. They've had this consultation period. Yeah, they feel like they're getting a better service. Yeah. They're not just feeling like, well, I didn't want red, now I've got to pay for whatever the red would be, 30 quid. The red phone's expensive, bro. Well, I'm just thinking it's going to be the good... It's going to be the really, really caked on stuff. Yeah, it's that chunky phone. You know, like, if you wash your own car, you have to do it... And then do it again. And do it again. Yeah. But this red stuff will just do it once. If you leave it on too long, it starts stripping the paint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's the only thing that's got, like, a warning. Maybe the people who buy it, like the car washers, they have to be trained. I just I think you need a licence for it. I only for red. Only for red, yeah. Any other colours, just the, like the training colours yeah. and the chump colours. I think on the orange and yellow, it'll just be wear goggles. Don't be a dick. Don't spray <laughs> Don't your eat eyes. It. Yeah, like... <laughs> they'll still have to do the in-house manual handling. That, yeah, they'll have to do like the in-house training, the standard stuff, yeah. but only like the people who've done the... The, th- the three day yeah, like, yeah. long weekend course can do the red <laughs> yeah yeah like the people who've come in and got c- certified to use red yeah which will also mean that people get more training less damage to cars oh, it means they can charge more because they're certified oh yeah good point and then there'll be a high demand for the red foam car washes because obviously you have the roadman car washes out there who only ha- only can use like the blue they haven't even got the in-house training for the yellow and orange they just they just shock you with the blue foam that's really clever that is because they can also go, oh, we've already got enough car washers, we'll send someone for some training. Yeah. Or they can get someone who's already pre-trained and say, oh, great, you've got that. Yeah, you can come work for yeah, us. Yeah, you can work for us. Because obviously you've got to be certified to be able to order it. I wonder if, if you're certified, you also have to be the person who's responsible if it gets used oh, by someone else. Yeah, for sure. No, but I don't think that's necessarily fair. Yeah, but I think if you're, if you're at a car wash working as the red phone commander <laughs> no you will say i've got red red foam status yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they'll be like oh great come work here can you order some for us yes but only if i'm using yeah. it but you can get peer pressured and risk your job and stuff like that from your boss or oh it's all right but you're that, not in today that that this is all covered in the three day red foam course they do a whole role play day of being peer pressured into letting people touch the red phone. i reckon they should be able to have like a union then <laughs> oh yeah there is a red phone like, union so so if they feel yeah, like they're getting yeah, pressured yeah. by their like employers and stuff and also like a red foam support group yeah, yeah. oh by the way guys I'm really getting pressured to use you know, this yeah. Yeah, can you? and then they'll be like this carries again they get people in all the time and they're always trying to pressure people into the red foam yeah yeah. well not even just that I think the, the, it would be the pressure of um, 
the, 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 the consultant, the status person, because yeah. they'll be like, oh, you know, just don't worry about it. Turn a blind eye. We're going to let Frank use it. <laughs> no, but Frank's not certified. Yeah, but you're busy at the moment. Frank eats his own shoes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's certified for shoe shoe ingestion. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's that. Yeah. Definitely in a union. It would be worth it, though. Mm. I think if that catches on, you could also start classifying the other ones a little bit more. Like get people in for just like basic training courses. Half oh yeah, like you could definitely do some base training around the other ones, but it would all the main money maker would yeah. be red. The other I reckon just... after some time they'd make a new foam as well, because obviously all the um, the uh, what's the word like the training facilities. Once everyone's trained up on red foam, they might get tri- courses yeah. trickling in, but then they'd be like, we need a new foam, we need gold foam. <laughs> yeah, but they wouldn't even have to. They could just do oh, red foam has changed. Yeah. Come in for your refresher course. Yeah, refresher course. Oh, what's changed? Scold now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, but does it do anything different? Nope. Comes out gold? I've literally just told you you're not listening to me. Why have we got to pay half day for this? Oh, there's more coming. Yeah, yeah. You get to test it. Um, yeah. I do think once the foam is good enough, I think you should also have to do refresher courses anyway. Yeah. I think either yearly or six monthly to keep your keep your license now you see I think actually you shouldn't do a refresher course they, it should be like a secret shopper who comes around and does like a, a secret quiz on your red foam consultant I think they'll do that for all of the people who use the rainbow foam though just specifically you'll have like an inspector go yeah. around and do it inspector foam yeah inspector it's Mr. Mr. Inspector foam <laughs> <laughs> first name inspector second name foam and then you'll just have normal mystery shoppers checking out the other ones okay. because they want to make sure they're getting the full consultancy yeah because if you that's the other thing if you want to buy the rainbow foam and distribute it in your car wash you've got to show that you're willing to show the rainbow standards <laughs> and the rainbow standards are high yeah sky high <laughs> yeah well rain sky high oh ruined it <laughs> yeah I think that's it nice I want to try this rainbow foam now I wonder if there's any close I think it will cost us a lot to get the um, Wormcraft rainbow. I was going to say it's, it's. I'm more worried about the fact that whether they can do it within the time frame. Yeah. Or, or if they've day. got a big enough car wash center to fit the Wormcraft in. I think the problem we're struggling with is for cars. Though ours is a vehicle, it's not a car per se. Ooh, maybe we should make a rainbow foam vehicle wash, non-discriminative vehicle washing. Oh, actually, we could. Probably, you know where they do lorries and stuff? Yeah. Do spaceships get um, washed and cleaned at NASA? Hmm, maybe. Because if they do, we can mark it there. <laughs> do you want people seeing your, like, your what rocket coming in and just being all dirty? They choose to have white rockets as well, like a terrible colour. Like... And you know what they could do? Send them up into space with some of the red foam before they do entry. Give it a clean. Problem is that they'd have to then send a red foam technician up with them. So then they've got to train that red foam net technician to be an astronaut. Nah, they'll just get one of the astronauts to go the course. To do the course. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm they're thinking, like I'm thinking, I'm thinking he's got quite a bit on his plate <laughs> at the time. Yeah, but if he chooses not to use it, chooses not to use okay. it, it's an option. If he's like, we've had a really good mission, so many people are going to be watching us re-entering. Okay. We'll give it really want us to have a really pretty ship. Though it does, actually, doesn't it just basically fall apart anyway on re-entry? It does a bit. It just turns a little bit, yeah. Oh yeah, maybe not then. <laughs> But we could get, we could do a, a washing. Well, doesn't that pretend 
depending if it's a shuttle or a rocket, a shuttle relands, a rocket detaches. Yes. So if they're in a shuttle, they might want to wash it. Yeah, but a shuttle still. Oh, does it break apart? No, no. I think bit? I think just rockets break apart. I think shuttles stay. Maybe like the um, end back engines and ignitions might drop yeah. off. But I think then once it's up, the whole thing comes back down in one piece. Yeah, because. Um... It just has to be able to have thrusters to land, doesn't it? Because it's slowing yeah, itself down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, it's, I think they have parachutes on them. Or para- oh, parakeets, yeah. one or the other. They even <laughs> tie parakeets to it or they have a parachute. I think they do both. Because one's a... I don't know which one, but one's a failsafe. Okay. <laughs> which way around is. Release Deploy the parakeets! The parakeets. <laughs> I was going to say, sorry. Deploy the parakeets. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Let's do it. I think that's one for the... One for the, the history books. books. Yeah. Saw it. Awesome. Should we do a question? Yeah, I'm feeling like... Hot. It's quite hot, yeah. It's hot. <laughs> don't have, I don't have time to edit stuff out of this. I need this to be concise. It needs to be tight, like a bagel, and answer that. The question this week... is how tight is your... No, how tight is your bagel? Yeah. Uh, if you were a bagel, what type of bagel would you be? Does it have to be um, a type of bagel? Bagel. bagel. Or, oh, man. I can't even start the question. Does it have to be a type of bagel that already exists? I don't think so. Because okay. every every bagel has a conception story, you know, how it was conceived. <laughs> it does say it on the packaging if you read it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Not a lot of people read it. I think I feel really bad for the people that bothered to write the story yeah. on each bagel. Pack. I think, personally, I'd be leaning towards a savoury bagel over a sweet bagel. Because I think, same with scones, I prefer savoury ones than sweet. Scone or scone? I going to say scone. I don't know. Does it matter? I don't know. No, I'm just asking you. I know, I say scone. That's right. Because it's got an E on the end. So does... I'm trying to think of a word that has an E on the end. That doesn't have... Oh, no! Don't know. See? Cycle, cycle back around to me. Wait, it's like cone. With an S at the start. Hmm. I don't I call it, I don't call call it a con. I don't know why people call it a scone, then. I don't know. Maybe someone misheard it one day and they just went with that. No, maybe. Back to what you said, though. I agree. I'm, I'm much more a savoury person. There are a few sweet things I prefer, but... Like honey. Especially if it's got garlic in it. <laughs> garlic. <laughs> the best. Oh, that's so grim. That would ruin my savoury bagel, I'll tell you right now. Maybe it maybe would... if you put it on cereal by accident. I was going to say, maybe if you use it in some sort of cooking, I don't know, maybe it works in that, but... As a... Oh... I don't know though so I was thinking the only thing I can think with if you were going to do like roast carrots yeah you'd do a bit of honey on them but you still do you still put garlic in with the see I don't, if, don't? I, if I do honey honey carrots I just normally put like a pinch of salt and maybe like some thyme or something mm. but that's it really sometimes I've um, occasionally put in a bit of mustard powder yeah froze, froze, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put garlic. I think garlic's just a very distinct taste to throw to put in into. your honey yeah I don't know. No, I'm not about that life. Yeah, sorry, yeah, so I'm going to go savoury bagel as well. I think we're set on that. What type of bagel? Oh, does, is a bagel a certain type of bread? I think it's a certain type of bread and I think it's cooked a certain way. Is it like a donut where... No, don't, don't you like... No, donuts are fried. Yeah, but don't bagels like you boil them and steam them or something? So you get them puffed up and then you bake them. I know. I think they boil them first. Uh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure they do I know something. there is a type of bun that gets boiled. 
So it could be that. Or does it get like heat heat risen or something like steam risen or something? Or is a is a is a bagel just a steamed donut? So if you deep fry bagel, you get a donut, and if you steam it, you get a, a bagel. Is it the same dough, just different? So you're saying if you deep fry some dough, this type of dough, if you, you deep get a fry a bagel, you get a donut. <laughs> no. I'm, clear, I'm quite clear with what I say. <laughs> I'm asking you if I take a bagel and I deep fry it, does it turn into no, a because, jam-filled donut? No, because I think it becomes a bagel once it's been steamed and baked. Yeah, and then and before I take, that, no, I take that bagel and then, and then deep fry, fry it afterwards. Yeah. Oh no. Then. Is that how you make a donut? No. Nah. Oh. I think it's the same dough. Okay. But you, if you that fry it, it becomes a donut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. Um, so you couldn't get like a tiger bread bagel maybe you could like I don't know well this is it I don't know if it's a specific I would like a tiger bread bagel though I'd like to try it because I like the denseness of it well they make cronuts don't they like croissant donuts yeah so surely you could make a tiger bread bagel to change the dough but what constitutes it being a bagel that's what I mean I don't know is it the dough or is it the process of how it is bageled what's what's different about tiger bread what makes it tiger bread Tigers make it. Oh, well, tigers can make bagels, surely. Oh, so we t- no, maybe they can't. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe it's a different type yeah. of kneading. Maybe they can't make bagels. No, I don't know why it's called tiger bread. I no, Well, I know why it's called tiger bread. It's because the way, you know, it rises, so it gets the whole sort of like striping sort of yeah. brand. But I don't know why that happens. I don't know if they have to do a certain type of cooking. Yeah, do they should. put more yeast in? Well, well, yeah, to make it like split. Yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe. Or do they cook it faster? On the outside, so it's almost like it's cooking, but then as the inside cooks, it starts breaking apart what's already... Oh, maybe we should find out how to make tiger bread. Do you know how they make crustless bread? Is it make bread, then cut the crust? No, that's actually a way, because they make crustless loaves. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. No way. Yeah. How do they I think, I think some places might call it milk bread, but it's just crustless bread. Oh, yes. But milk bread still has... A slightly darker experience. Oh, okay, maybe it's not then. But there is definitely... You can definitely buy crustless bread. It was, you can buy it, but I thought it was just normal bread with crustless cut off. Well, no, because that's a waste, isn't it? No, because they'll use that for, like, the baking and stuff that they do. Shred it all up. Just, it's just called no crusts. But I know milk bread's very, very light. Milk roll. Where's milk roll? That. Crumpet okay, loaf. Three more, two more, either. That One that says milk roll Warburton's. Uh, yeah, okay, that has got an actual crust. But it's very light. But so like, crustless it, bread is no, has no crust. Yeah, because they just cut the crust off, I'm telling you. No, they steam it. Oh, do they? Yeah, they actually steam it. Oh, yeah. they steam it. Yeah. I know milk roll does have a colouring on it, but yeah, that makes sense, actually. That's how they do it, they just they steam it so it doesn't, like, crust the outside. But they still have to put it in a container, which is going to get hot. Do you reckon they put it in a... Um, in a plastic container rather than a metal one. I don't know. Oh, someone answered. <laughs> I think I. Uh, that makes sense, though. The steaming makes sense, actually. Yeah. Which then makes it. Oh, I don't think a bagel would work the same way because it does have a colouring on it. Yeah, but I think what they do is they either boil it or um. I think they might steam it. Steam yeah. it until it's like it's risen and plump, and then they then oven it after that to give it a, an out, a browning but it's still quite dense bagels aren't they yeah they, bagels are quite dense so they can't be rising it too much because clearly it's not it's not expanding massively is it 
Yeah, maybe it's just a dense dough. Like you can get a, mm. like a fruit cake. They rise quite a bit, but it's still a dense dough. I kind of like the idea of the whole steaming thing. But this is why I want to know if it's possible to do tiger wood, because then could you still steam it the same way? Because mm. that bread that they steam, great, they steam it, but they don't steam it and let all the moisture go into it, because then it would just completely flop. So it must be like a sealed container. They steam in a plastic bag. Yeah, essentially, but yeah. Maybe. So it'd be like a, a box with the dough in, completely sealed. Oh, no, it can't be completely sealed. Because then the heat wouldn't get in. It would slow. Well, the heat, but also... And then it'd become an oven. <laughs> but also the air. Couldn't escape for the dough to rise. Mm. Maybe it's just like... Maybe it's like sort of like a... Ste- the steam only rises so it doesn't... Like, there's nothing on top. Maybe. Like an open top oven. Do you know, I, do you know what sort of bagel I would like? One with like um, a melted cheese ring... So you got like your, your bagel ring, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got like your bagel ring, and then like a so like a stuffed crust almost, but like a ring of melted cheese. Oh, that does sound good. That has made me think of this, and I'm not too sure about this one. Like the same bagel shape, but yeah. rotated cheese. So like it's it's kind of like twisted all the way through in a round thing, and then when you cut through, it's just like little rings of cheese going all the way around, rather than just like a flat disc. Yeah. Okay. So when you cut through, you've actually got like little bits of cheese all the way through. Yeah, that'd work. Yeah. I'm just thinking as well, because when you toast it, you get like a nice crispy cheese area. Yeah. Wait a minute, if it was going to... Is the cheese already going to be in it then? Yeah, yeah. But then... Oh, yeah, I guess I see where you're coming from, because also, it should be still quite... Not wet, but... Malleable. Because it won't have been... It won't have hit the elements yeah it'll be within so like you said like a stuffed crust it's still quite gooey yeah and when you cut it and you expose it then toast it I wonder if you can get stuffed cheese bagels I'd have like you know how Subway do like a um cheese and herbs yeah I'd have some herbs as well oh definitely have some herbs and is it what are those little black seeds are they onion seeds seeds. oh puppy seeds they're nice yeah and yeah, yeah, the little black, like yeah. really, really tiny circular black ones. Yeah, poppy seeds. Yeah, they're good. I do like um, onions in a bagel, though, and not a lot of people like it. No, but I do like it. But I don't think the onions would go very well with the cheese. Cheese and onions are popular combo. <laughs> I don't know because the yeah maybe maybe you could do. Oh, I might have a cheese and onion one. Mm. Defin- I'm, th- I'm definitely having cheese in it. I'm thinking ham and cheese. Ham and cheese with the poppy seeds on. You couldn't have the ham in it. Why? You'd have to put that yourself. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I'd, I'd cut it and add the ham. Oh, yeah, but it says what? What was the question? Oh, no, that's the question. It's going to be here. What type of bagel would you be? Oh, I thought it meant the actual bagel itself, not what would you have in it. Well, okay. So but I guess you could kind of have the ham because it works the same way though. If you just cut little chunks, yeah, little chunks, put ham. it in the dough and then bake it within the dough. Yeah, then that's even better because you've already got the ham and cheese already in the bagel and you can still add cream cheese. No, I think that's a really good snack as well. Cause you just eat that. That's ready to go. Bit of ham, bit of cheese. You've got your seeds. Everything's already in. Yeah. You don't need to add anything to it. I mean, you still would add cream cheese. You're not a psychopath. Yeah, but I'm saying if you want, you could just eat that yeah. if you wanted. I think the moisture from the cheese would. Stop it going to like too doughy. Yeah. 
Hmm. I would have cheese in there. Ham sounds pretty good, but I'd probably want some onions yeah. now because I've already set myself some cheese and onion. That's fair. That was easy. That was easy. I'd still have cream cheese on it though. Yeah. Is if, there a way to get cream cheese in it? I, um, I think cream cheese is so much better when it's cold. Yeah, good point. And I think if you're going to bite into it, it's going to be room temperature. Unless you've kept the bagel in the fridge. Yeah, but then once, as soon as you toast it, but then, that, the that's cream the, cheese. Yeah, yeah, that's the best bit. When you toast no. it and then you add the cold cream cheese. Now thinking about your idea with the whole cheese in it, you could do it exactly as you said and have it like a stuffed crust. So it is just a thick piece of cheese rather than a... Because I was thinking like a flat disc of cheese. Yeah. But actually, the way you said it, it's a full, yeah, yeah, like a tube. That'd be pretty cool. Because eating that on the, because the whole eating it on the go thing has just got it for me. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, the more cheese in it, the more, the less dry. The more cheese. Bit. Yeah, the more cheese it's got. <laughs> How about this then? Ham tube. Yep. Like, ham tube. With cheese wrapped around it. Okay. Then put in the dough. Would it be easy to do a cheese tube with ham wrapped around no, it? No, because then the, the the moisture from the cheese wouldn't get into the bagel. Okay. I'm worried that the you'd bite into it, you just have squirting hot cheese oil at you. Okay, that's fair. Dangerous, especially if it's on the go. You can't you can't risk that. You're basically asking for a lawsuit. Yeah. Okay. That'd be good. So ham tube with cheese wrapped around it. Yeah, or just like you know, like just rolled up ham. Okay. With cheese wrapped around that, then the dough wrapped around that, mm. then made into a bagel shape. Steam will do whatever you need to do to it. Then let's go. Toast it and go. The, the only issue is our toaster won't fit it in. No, it won't. Because our toasters are rubbish. You'd have to do it in the grill, which then defeats the point of it being a, on the yeah. go. Oh, do you remember the old coffee cup, co- coffee cans that you could pop the thing on the bottom and you got a hot can of coffee? Yes, I do actually. Yeah, yeah. What if we invented like a, a package for the bag, like a plastic thing mm. that. So individually wrapped? So, well, so it'd be an individually wrapped bagel, but I think it'd have to have like a heat element in the middle to split the two halves, so it would yeah. also toast it. Okay. And then you push the button in the middle of the bagel and it heated it up and toasted the middle of your bagel. I just think the worry is we're really environmentally friendly at the moment, as in you and I. And I don't feel there's an environmentally friendly way to do that. Hmm. What if it's just a piece of cardboard and a match and just. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> How about this then? How about we sell a separate product for on-the-goers? Okay. And they can basically... Or you can earn it by so many bagels and you get your free. And it will just be something that you can plug into your phone and it just heats up. Ooh, that's good, isn't it? Like a little... Well, yeah, but then how are you going to store it? Because it's going to be a big old metal plate. No, it won't, though. Because you know how you were thinking just it's a piece of cardboard and slide it in? Yeah. Just a shin... A thin piece of metal. Yeah, but then how are you going to store this thin sheet of metal? What well, once it's hot? No, when you're not using it. Just whatever you can, in your pocket. Just It's a pocket. <laughs> it's only about this big. <laughs> you maybe it's foldable, or maybe it's a, you know like those ones um, where you can do it into a disc. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe it's like a, a spinning out disc yeah. or something. Yeah. He just does that. Yeah, it's cool. I like that. And even better, what you could even do is when it comes out, could have its own little battery on it. So when you connect it, it heats, it turns it on, so it automatically turns off as soon as you. Why do you need a battery? If you don't want to plug your phone in. Okay. So you could have it like a multi-unit. So it has a battery or not. 
Because you, when you're toasting your bagel, you're not trying to burn it. You are genuinely just trying to warm it through yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So you don't need a massive amount of heat. And the best part about it is, some people don't like to... So, say if you live in a busy city and you're like, oh, you catch a train to get to work. A lot of people don't eat their breakfast until they get on the train. Well, you don't want your bagel. So what you can do is, plug it in, <laughs> pop it in your pocket, get to the train. And by the time you get to the train... It's nicely warm through. I'm just worried if you're running with this hot disc in your pocket. No, it's not hot though, is it? It's warm. <laughs> okay. What if it malfunctions? No, we'll have done all the testing, okay. our R&D. Okay. Get Batman to look at it. That's He's fair. got a massive R&D department. Yeah, I like Annoying it. Man. I like it. Yeah. I think there's potential. Maybe we, you know, we can work on that a little bit better, so that's a bit... What would we call it? What, the, the bagel? I'd call bagel. it... Bagel? No, no, the bagel. I was going to say the bagel disc. Yeah, let's keep it simple. Yeah. If you if you go too complicated, people just say, well, what's this? Mm. So people say, oh, what's a bagel disc? It's a disc for warming your bagels. Yeah, but as simple as that, people just go, oh, earn your own bagel disc. And also, it'd be so simple, people will start doing stuff on YouTube trying to make their own. I hope we're not, going to be, we're not going to be liable for any accidents that happen. Well, no, 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 no okay, because ours will be... Um, as we patented, okay, that's fine. so people can't use similar technology. Oh, can use technology. So they'll try to do things to be fancy, like oh, here's a solar-powered one. Yeah. The daylight today, that thing is going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous. Yeah. And also, we've got the whole sort of um, auto-off technology. Yeah, we were to the, the uh, expanding disc as well. Yeah. Which means it basically just can fit in your shoe, if, if not smaller. Amazing. Sorted? Unless you did that into maybe a wire. Nah. Wire things are more complicated. Because you yeah. could do a disc and there's just separate heat element wires in it. Nah, I think that's... Again, too crazy now. I was thinking because then not the whole of the disc has to heat up. Yeah, but then you're going to get warm parts of the disc and cold parts of the disc. I was thinking more it would like dissipate within the bagel. But yeah, I get that. But also, even on the metal disc one, you could also have a protective like silicone ring on the outside. So if you do put it in your pocket, do you know how expensive silicon is at the moment, bro? Like, not silicon, then maybe like whatever. brick or something. Yeah, wood. <laughs> <laughs> no, they used wood on AK-47s, and that's been working fine for years. So fair, I'm yeah. saying wood's the way to go. It works. Don't change yeah, it. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, saw it. Yeah, bad cheese and ham. Slash onion bagel with its own heating element. Yeah, so you can have it on the go. We have busy worms. Busy worms. Hungry worms. Yeah, hot worms. <laughs> hot, hot, Very warm worms. hot worms. So we're gonna we're gonna leave you. Yeah, we'll leave you and we'll say hello in two weeks. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye.